The flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. So this is the flogcast for round nine. The gooeyest tiger of them all, Starburns, is here, and I'm joined by Mr. Moral Victory himself, Cookson. Howdy. The brains behind Hawthorne's One Direction membership video, Penal. What did the dog say when he sat on sandpaper? Rough. (laughs) The mayor of East Geelong, Teach. Fucking Hello. Uh, Chopper Teach here. I don't know much about football, but the cats are fucking excellent. Uh. <laughs> that was fucking not bad. <laughs> that was, that was sad. Hmm. And fresh off the plane from Brisbane, we have proud sponsor of, even though he didn't play, James Ace from Collingwood, Morgan Ashley. He hates the place that much, you won't fucking go back. <laughs> All right, let's jump straight into Goo or Tears. Who wants to go first? Come on, goo, 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 goo. I have goo. And I have waited weeks to have Goo. Adam Trelawgoo. He was magnificent, and I don't care how many first-round picks he cost. He's worth everyone we've got for the next five years because he has been our one shining light. He was magnificent. Some of the stuff he did on the weekend, like the way he can pick up a ball at ground level and not break stride is reminiscing of Akamaius in the way he moves. It was brilliant. Dangerfield can do that too. He's a spud. <laughs> you be careful, Penal. You're not that far away. I can throw an axe that far, you know. Um, yes. You're not like a Thor. for money. Oh, how good has he been this year? Do you say and that for Molly? Motty, you dickhead. Molly? Molly Maldrum? No, uh, I, I need to find some Molly. Shut up, you dickheads. Motlop. Oh, that finger twirl. And the finger twirl. Downhill skin. I, fucking... I know you hate it. I know you all hate the finger twirl. So stick it up your ass. Do you want mm. fingers stuck off your ass? It's yeah. just a poor man's Mark Williams. You know, the, the shotgun <laughs> is still the best goal celebration of all time. Uh, uh, you're not going to upset me because the cats are in fantastic form. You really got there because you got help from Buddy... Paul Seedsman's been West Horshamed. He'd still be your second best player. No, he wouldn't, for solo is. <laughs> Mason Cox is. <laughs> oh, That's... Cox. We'll come to Cox. He's busy acquainting himself with all the women of Adelaide. He, he's going to impregnate them all, and then by the end of it, after this week, he'll be in a barrel. 
it'll be the brightest stars burn shortest. He had to leave because he was no longer the most exciting prospect when it came to Cox at Collingwood. I'm uncomfortable with all this talk about Cox. Well, you were the one who brought up sticking fingers in asses, so not there's anything wrong with that. I think that's enough goo from Teach. Who wants next? Yeah, I think it's I think it's time for some surprise goo, uh, which my surprise goo this week is for Brian Taylor and uh, his call of the game on Saturday night, particularly the closing stages, was excellent. And I noticed on 360 tonight where they had that little quad call thing where they ran through all the different radio stations and the Channel 7, put them next to each other. I think Brian Taylor was the best best of the lot. And uh, it, he's actually a decent play-by-play commentator when he just calls out what's happening and doesn't try too hard to make jokes like the package and big boy and shit like that. So he did a good job this week, and for that he gets my goo. I actually agree with that because... Let's say I've watched that footage quite a few times over the last couple of days, and yes, that call did not frustrate me. It's actually, you hear it, and it just sounds like a game should be called, and yeah. You just yeah. like men with moustaches, Pernal. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> But no, it was it was a good call, and when you put it alongside, certainly you're right on AFL 360, Kelly Underwood on ABC, and whoever it was on Triple M who just yelled. Yeah, it was perfect call of the closing stages of the game. You just know he would have probably ruined it uh, had it been like the Bulldogs playing and uh, Jake Stringer oh. taking the kick, but um, at least the moment wasn't ruined this time. No. Maybe after David Schwartz had a crack at them, they reined shit in. Like Actually, they, actually they... yeah, that's a good point. It, coincides with that so probably got the call channel 7 bought hd in this week so maybe they've decided to finally get their act together all across the board maybe that, maybe the uh, commentators turned hd as well no. yes basil still has a job <laughs> oh. oh no so does aim anyway cookie uh, what do you got you know what i'm going to be positive and i'm going to go for goo this will be good where do you where do you find that goo jeremy cameron I mean, there are oh, yeah. few footballers in the league as good to watch as him. And I would give Mr. Aaron a fucking massage for an hour to have him at St. Kilda. He's that good. <laughs> extras cost extra? Yep. Uh, probably not avoid the extras. Just stick to the massage. Not <laughs> that, that sounds like a, uh That sounds like a very bad German movie. And, like, you have Bruce as well, so that's like a statement and a half. Like, Cameron is a seriously good footballer. I mean, you just sit there and you could watch Giants games. Giants could get smashed, but uh, they did in the past, but he would just make you go, fuck, this kid's going to be a gun. I mean, he's the best key forward in the league, apart from maybe Franklin. So Where is he now on the Coleman, despite missing four games? He'd actually be tracking he's, pretty reasonably, I think. He's not in the top ten, but he's kicking bags, so... He'd, he'd be averaging as much as Buddy, which is, what, yeah. four and a half? Possibly yeah. more. He's got six and seven in the last two weeks, hasn't he? He's got, I think, I so. five, five, seven, one, and six. Oh, uh, that one, that one's dragging the average down. Yeah. But, just phenomenal footballer. Yeah, he's a star, and the fact that they keep him, like, see, they can trade away a million Tom Boyds for a million dollars apiece. As long as they keep Jeremy Cameron, they're going places. My turn. Goo. So much goo. <laughs> <laughs> Relive the moment. Relive the moment, Starburns. Apologies to Brett Deledio Goo. Apologies to Alex Rance Goo. Apologies to Ben Griffiths Goo. But it goes to the most improved player at Richmond, the clutch man himself, Sam Lloyd. Even 
before this game, he was one of the only positives out of this season, his improvement from occasional goal sneak to contributor. And he took it to a whole new level on Saturday night to the point where it was most people who do watch Richmond knew that apart from maybe Revolt, he would have been the best guy to have it in his hands because he does not, he rarely misses. And it went straight through the middle. I was right behind the kick. It was great. It was just fucking great. Got any uh, any spare goo to left over to share with uh, tactical genius Hardwick? No. What, <laughs> he fucking released the shackles, and then look what happens. That's not a tactical genius. This is why we won nine in a row two years ago, because they stopped giving a fuck about the defensive game plan and just started to play football. Like, no, that's like even more tears for Hardwick. You really should have given it to him at the VFL game. I really should have given it to him at the VFL game. I was at the VFL. He was standing right above me. It's pretty that you didn't have the Saturday age with you. You could have got the job section out and handed it to him. Yeah, No, he was a fair way, he was a fair way above me. He was in the shipping container building up the top of that when I was on the fence. But he's still a shit coach penal. Fuck off. No, that's pretty mean. You, should, you shouldn't have said anything. Like, you could have made him cry like you made Reece Shaw cry. <laughs> <laughs> and then you might have you might have had that awkward moment where you had feelings again. Yeah, when I had to feel so I had to feel sorry for him, and then I had to jump off the sack bandwagon. Yeah, good point. I, I like your thinking, penal. Still, I hated you before it was cool. Yeah, let's go to the games, and there's only a handful this week that did matter, and we'll begin with Richmond, Sydney, and the after the siren finish. Do we have anything else on that? What do we have on that game? I'm in mean, Richmond. Oh, you say it. Yeah, Richmond stayed with them the whole game, and um, it did look like Sydney were going to get away, but um, Richmond just did not give up. And um, every single neutral, yeah, everyone except Sydney supporters, would have just been leaping out of their chairs and, and celebrating. Oh, yeah. It was literally the best experience I've had at a game. Like, as I've been at a game, I've never seen it after the siren win. So it was actually, and it was a Richmond one, like, being just from a few pure football experiencing at moment, the best moment I'd been at at a game prior to this was the Zaharakis game on Anzac Day. That was shit. And just being there was just like, <laughs> I knew I'd experienced something amazing then. Shit. But this topped it. Because I don't get to grand finals. My team doesn't play in them. They don't win any finals. So this is what I have to settle for, okay, before you start. Oh, I love because, round eight. Um, Such an important round. <laughs> it's Premierships are won in May, okay. <laughs> Yeah, just ask the fucking Geelong supporters on the main board. <laughs> I mean, you could have said that Richmond's like some Richmond players have. Room. I mean, Ben Griffiths—he's proved massively. No, but he was going backwards literally yeah. right up until this week. He improved last year was his almost his coming of his year where he started to show a bit, and he was so pathetic against Collingwood. It looked like he was gone, but he had a he had that breakout game, and hopefully he goes on with it because he he can play. It's just. He's, we we have we have too many confidence players playing up forward. Him him and Vickery, if they drop their heads, they're fucked. I mean, there's also the young Rioli. He played pretty well. Yeah, he's already gone past Cyril. It's it's amazing. I think that you're well, really, let's, let's yeah. not get too carried away. But uh, Nick Vlosten yeah. in the midfield, very very good. Yeah, about about time. Um, it yeah. happened. But... Immense work by one Sean Hampson. Yeah, he was he who, who's their ruckman. Sinclair, Tippett. They've got they've got Tippett and Sinclair, who are both kind of forward second ruck types. Yeah. So 
So let's be realistic here. He's rocking against Kurt Tippett. Like, you know. What are you telling me is that he rocked by himself and beat them both? Oh, what a star. Because they're both fucking potatoes. Oh, two potatoes. <laughs> two potatoes should beat one potato. Sounds like the old schoolyard uh, thing. One potato, two potato, three potato, four. Well, that that would have been Steve Morris and um, Taylor Hunt. <laughs> Morris actually played reasonable. <laughs> this is really annoying me. He just, he, he just does enough to not get dropped every week. It's infuriating. But no, Fossen in the midfield, yes, do like that. About time it happened. Unfortunately, we've not been able to slide anyone back there prior to this, but they just had to do it out of necessity of developing into a midfielder where we need him because we had not enough else there. But back to Rioli, yeah, he's definitely he's definitely left Cyril in his wake. Like, that run down the wing, you know, Cyril doesn't get that far up the ground. Cyril does that every that second far. week. He does not. He does get that far up the ground. He gets, the fucking, the he gets Joe the Gooses. The bench is that far up and so does not. Oh, so does not. My Rioli's better than your Rioli. <laughs> well, can we both agree just that the Rioli family is the greatest footballing family of all time? Probably <laughs> <laughs> not. No, Morgs, there's a thread about it I... on the main board, actually. Someone forgot the Ablett family <laughs> and that Dean Rioli brings the Rioli family name down quite a while. You know, when you average it out, brings it down quite a while. Some might say that he um, weighs but... it down. <laughs> he used to leave eight inch holes in the MCG when he when he ran of his footprints. He makes Tom Hawkins look like fucking Jared Grant. Um, <laughs> never, never, never ran into a turtle he didn't eat. No. Have we got anything else on Richmond Sydney? Always good to see the coldest lose. Very good. Yeah. I especially like the rage coming towards Dean Towers um, over not kicking sideways. Which I didn't actually notice at the ground, but that's pretty funny. But he just sitting there. Um, then I have to question the leadership of that club. I mean, why didn't a senior player come up and tell him not to kick side? Kit him to kick somewhere else. No leaders, it's just ones. Well, Buddy's meant to be a leader, isn't he? Yeah. Surely they've they've had plenty of experience with ice. Surely they know how to ice a clock. <laughs> Zing. But yeah, let's go on to Carlton. Well, you know. It's conflicting because Carlton winning four in a row, you know, you know, oh, it's, it's, be, it's a good story. You can only be so think? happy about it's a good that story. It's a good story. A good story. Yeah. Okay. The puffers, um, the puffers fucked it up. That's the only highlight of it is that the puffers fucked it up. Not only did they fuck it up, they got beaten by Liam Jones. Let's not underestimate just how big a fuck up it was. They've let Liam Jones play reasonable football. Are we going to start calling them by their uh, proper Japanese name now? The Fugu. Fugu. <laughs> That could probably be an acronym. Yeah. Fucked Useless. Up. I mean... Gutless. Fucking, yeah, fucking useless. Gutless. Oh, um, it was also funny reading the... Puff units. Board. There we go. Fucking useless, gutless units. Yeah. Say, it was funny reading the puffer board, how they're all blaming the umpires after reveling in the crows last week. I mean, that was funny. <laughs> I, didn't I didn't watch the whole the game, but I didn't even notice the umpires. Yeah. Like, Yeah, I'm wondering what the umpiring blame was, yeah. Oh, there's, some of them are like, oh, this is VFL umpiring, blah, 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 Carlton big club. And just like, shut the fuck up, you hypocrites. Umpiring was pretty they, fucking good in that I game. think they were still still crying about that game from last year between the two teams and that play-on call. <laughs> I think maybe they got confused that Adelaide uh, TV is delayed one year and they actually had that game on the TV. And so that's what they're crying about. It shouldn't really be that hard for me to remember year by year because they've only been around for 19 of them. So they shouldn't be getting their years mixed up. Like, if your club's pretty old and you're as old as Teach, you're probably 
you get your years mixed up every so often. Your club's only nineteen. Your club's only nineteen years old, so you should know the difference between twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen. All they have to do is remember their premierships to years ratio. Have you seen? Have you seen their grooming? I think that they're too worried about their haircuts and when they when they're next off to the hairdresser. Oh, who? Okay, who? Who? Which culprits are we talking about here? Oh well, Wingard, Robbie Gray. Oh, well, we know he likes a hair flick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ollie, 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 Chad's a he likes a hair flick. Who else? Ollie so, Wines. I wouldn't buy into this when you have perfect precision hair, Trent Cotchin at your club. He's got Lego hair. It's different. Oh. <laughs> it just grows that way. It's magnificent. These guys are clearly styling it. Oh, well, Cochin, well, before a game, Cochin just sticks his head in a barrel of axle grease and just lets it stick. He don't put in a barrel of axle grease. He just wakes up and it's that way. As I said, he's got fucking Lego hair, man. They, it's they always been their, the same. They don't use their barrels for grease. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought, I thought okay. we were talking so, about so Ollie, Ollie Wines teach? Who else? Um... Oh, I don't know. I've run out of names. Poor Hinkley can't pull him into line either because it would just look like hair envy. <laughs> That's why um, they don't listen to him because they've got all this <laughs> coughing good hair. It's, it's like, like that Simpsons episode where no one, where everyone starts paying attention to Homer after he grows the hair. Yeah, it's like, I'm not paying attention to that bald prick. You tell me they're listening to Michael Ross, who's rang off. because <laughs> no, he doesn't have a soul. <laughs> well, there you go. Soul. Well, he's a perfect metaphor for that club. Yeah, they've got no hair, they've got no soul, and they've got no fucking Ruckman. They've got no hope of winning the final. Fuck off. Where did it go? Um, Vossi was a Ranga, sacked. Lepic is a Ranga. They're fucked, you know? Is that it? Hmm. Well, well, Clarkson's short, and he's obviously the greatest coach ever. And then you've got Brendan Bolton, who is following in his footsteps. Look, it is... is Pretty funny to see that they've won four in a row now against some teams, and I think short of Essendon losing to Carlton this year might actually be the most infuriating thing anyone can have happen to them because no one expects it. They've already won more games now than they did for the whole of last year, I think. Uh, same, but they'll win um, at least one more. You'd yeah, think. They'll, well, they'll play. You'd think they'll beat Essendon now. Well, um, they've got yeah again. Finishing 18 last year means they double up on all the shit teams, so they probably will end up on like seven or eight wins. Mm. They they probably only got three oh ones though, but yeah, all of a sudden they are you know playing themselves out of a decent draft pick. But hey, it's winning culture is good culture, and we know this from the old Carlton example. We know this from the Melbourne example. You don't tank if you win games, you do better. I reckon the first team to uh, lose to Fremantle might have the worst loss of the year, although it probably will be Essendon. So. Understandable. It, it, it is going to happen. So they are going to beat someone eventually, and that you know that team is uh, is going to be uh, the laughing stock. That will probably be us. Anything else on Carlton versus the Puffers? Look, the Puffers. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm oh. staggered at the, you know how well they played last year to how shit they are this year. It was well, yeah. yeah it, it looks um, like it looks. Everyone said. Um, 2015 was going to be like an aberration like Geelong 2006 and they were going to come back and be stronger but it looks like 2014 was the aberration and this is their level they haven't been able their to West really Coast match it 2010 2011 sorry let's go to Bathwater versus the Demons now the most interesting part of this game happened before the bounce and it was the banner Ooh, of yes. which, which attracted Far more sulking than it ever really should have. 
And it said? It said, um, when the game is over, we'll be cheering. This is a dog's banner. And you'll still be worrying about your negative gearing. (laughs) Okay. Which is, uh, you know, an aim at the Melbourne stereotype. Yes. But apparently it's a political political statement, according to some. It's a political statement, and politics has no place in football, and rah, 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 and get a fucking sense of humour, you... This is is funny. Politics, it's just a different kind of politics. And it's a fucking banner, you cocksuckers. Seriously, the one thing the Bulldogs are brilliant at is their banners. They are the only people who bring a bit of spunk, a a bit of banter to their banners, and they should be applauded for it because it's fucking gold. Yes. This was banter, not slander. You can have that. You can have banter. They, they weren't talking about Joe Gutnick or anything. They, yeah. like, it wasn't It wasn't anything personal. It was just a bit of banter. I, mean, I, I, I couldn't care less. You know, there was no David Schwartz reference or Gary Lyon or anyone, you know. Uh, there was no, like, we'll, we'll take a gamble like Schwartz would or something. We'll, We're going to mow them down like Gary would his mate's grass or something. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't care less if they put up their they play on us. Uh, you're a pack of bogan dickheads and you live in a shithole. Because <laughs> it's a fact. They, they, didn't they have a pretty good banner for Geelong? Yeah, it was oh, like yeah. 22, 22 dogs, dogs, one great team. Yeah, 22 cats, 22 cats, cats one, crazy one crazy old lady. Crazy, creepy lady. Yeah, the Westgate one was great. The crazy old lady. Mid-strength Carlton too. Westgate one was my favourite because it was just so funny. What one? The Westgate Bridge one, where they said that like <laughs> our bridge is longer than yours to Sydney. <laughs> it's great because they exposed the fucking Sydney siders as having absolutely zero sense of humour. Yeah. And a very short bridge. Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, well, you know what they say: the size of your bridge kind of matches the size. <laughs> Let's put it this way: that's the most duped Andrew Pridham's felt since he bought a Dodge painting. Um. <laughs> I was say the end of the game was also a bit farcical. How does like score review that one second left? I mean, just oh, how ridiculous! They never off the ground. Oh, fucking stupid! They really. I, I don't know how that even occurred, but that was just a fart. Because someone forgot to press stop on the clock. I think. Uh, uh, did the siren just... go twice, or is my mind making that up, or did it not go and it should have gone? Your mind makes a lot of things up, Pernal. Uh, most most of them involve you in a lovely red dress. That's not your mind making that up. Which I which I which I happen to be wearing right now. Oh, oh not you uh, taking off the robe. But Buff would have got over despite you know some of the injuries they've been picking up along the way. But I I think part of the reason is Melbourne are just a bit destabilised. Jesse went home. What's going on there? Uh, looking for property. Looking for. Uh, which golf club he's going to join with that $15 million contract, looking where he's going to dock the yacht. The $15 million contract, he's going to get at West Coast Eagles, yeah? Uh, he'll, he'll, he will sign a contract with the Fremantle Dockers, but uh, I reckon he'll be traded back after two years, using the old uh, Trent, <laughs> Trent Crowe, Chris Tarrant, same thing. Yeah, Melbourne, 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 get, Melbourne get pick one and draft the next good bloke. Whenever Fremantle actually manage to land a key forward that they that they want, it never works out. He always goes back. Mm, I totally, I'd, I'd draft Trent Crowe or Chris Tarrant. <laughs> yeah, but you'd end up with a drug picky. culture at your club if you drafted Trent Crowe or Chris Tarrant. 
You'd have to have a good supply of coke if you had got Tarrant. Anything else on Melbourne versus Bathwater? No, it didn't it's matter. A bit of a it, it, was going, it was going well for a while, but it was a bit of a disappointing end. Yeah, the dog just went away. Melbourne just can't quite put it, string it together on a consistent basis enough yet. Um, all right, so that's enough of the games that do matter. We'll move on to the games that don't matter, and we'll briefly discuss these. Did any other games... Uh, North first Essendon? Standing um, ovation uh, everyone, everyone cheered for Essendon. It was kind of <laughs> sweet but embarrassing at the same time. It's like, like a child. Yeah, who claps a team that loses? That's just ridiculous. Literally, the only club that's ever done that was Frio after their first finals loss. Oh, no, the, the, the stupid fucking nanas down at Geelong, they, they clap. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm shouting at them all the time. Essen were brave, despite being nine goals down at halftime and North barely breaking sweat. Like, North picked the tallest forward line in history. Of course, Essen were going to run that game out a bit better. But is it concerning for North, or is it just because they didn't give a fuck? Oh, no, it's concerning. With like you in the rack. Me. When you pick that many players of that height, you are asking for trouble because once the ball hits the deck, you know, even Essendon could run it out on you. Even the fucking top-ups could move it. Goddard would have loved it too with all the tools. If the ball hit the deck, so many loose balls to mop up. He did get 38 disposals, I saw. So as long as Brendan's happy. I think Magic played all right. He uh, certainly uh, was able to penetrate the Essendon defence on a few occasions. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, interesting he, he well. choice. And I think, words, it, I think it's yes, just I think a that was the point. symptom of North being shit. I think they look a lot like Frio did this same time last year because Ooh. they would only play a half, and uh, pretty much we point. saw how unthreatening they were by the end of the year. But I just I just can't believe they I can't believe they cheered him off. This this just comes back into the whole Essendon thing that they just don't they don't understand. They don't get it. Like playing a half of football is not. You know, fighting for four quarters and getting pipped when you're clearly overmatched, that's brave. Not turning up for an entire half, that's not fucking brave. That's North doing what Penal said, just playing a half, killing the game, and cruising home. If, if like, any fucking real supporter worth their salt would have been going ape shit in the final quarter and been like, where the fuck was this effort in the first half? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Way to set the bar high. Oh well, they they can clap them off when we give them a. So, so yeah, that that kind of like sets the uh, sets the standard for them now. That's the level of expectation placed on them by supporters. Be shit for a half and then play all right when the opposition puts the cue in the rack. And honourable three goal loss, yay! Yeah, not even, not even a bunch of fucking clueless idiots from fucking Queensland clapped their shit team off at the end of their game. They still boot. Let's go to that game. Let's. It's it's a game that doesn't matter, so just quickly, what else do we got apart from Trelawgu Morgs? Oh, I watched Mason Cox get his finger relocated, which was like watching someone have an arm put back into place because it was that fucking enormous. Um, that was if he if he did a Stevie Motlop finger twirl up the ass, that wouldn't be too pleasant, would it? No, it'd be like you were a fucking puppet. <laughs> <laughs> he, he would be Motlop's puppet. Don't you worry, what? Motlop would be Are his you puppet. Fucking mad? Yeah, exactly right. Cox has taken bigger shits than Motlop. Shut up, Teach. Cox continues to go past Cloak. Like, I'm just comparing. Both of them had shots from within six metres of goal on the weekend, and Cox kicked his. So did Jesse White. Jesse White, greater than. (laughs) Yeah, Jesse White. What happened to defensive Jesse? You know what? Defensive Jesse White's gone AWOL, and attacking Jesse White is beast mode. What a fucking gun. (laughs) 
It's so funny. The, the guys that were in front of me thought I was his girlfriend or something because I was like, <laughs> I was that pro Jesse White. I'm like, yeah, my man. I'm like, you're my man, Jesse. And they thought it was highly amusing. They're like, that's you. He's your boyfriend, isn't it? I was like, no. I'm, he's only man. <laughs> he's too old. He's far too old. Too old. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is this. Two weeks in a row that he's played well and contributed, and that is an improvement. But this side is a much different side compared to the one last week. Anyone You're playing the paddle pop lions, you know? Like... Shut up, fuck with. If you have, if you have, one more everything. time, young lady, you are grounded. Oh, fuck off, Teach. I well, have so... go to your bedroom. I'm in bed. They are pretty fucking. Putrid though. Like, oh, but hang is... on a second. They weren't fucking putrid when you all tipped them on fucking last week, morons. I tipped Collingwood. Yeah, the only cookie, cookie tipped Collingwood because oh, he copies my t- tips. That's the only reason. The rest of you all tipped Brisbane, but now because they lost, oh, they're so fucking terrible. Yeah, well, if they if they lost to you, they must be shit house. We were fucking good for the first time in a long time, and if I can't analyse the game, I'm going to punch you. Now, I want to talk about Travis Barco. He has been a revelation for us. Did we talk about Varco the other week? Yes, I love him. I'm so, so grateful to have him at our club. I love him so much. Yes, he's not an unaccountable cunt. What about Pendles? Oh, Pendles in the middle. Oh, my God, it was so lovely. It was so lovely. (laughs) Shut up. It was so lovely to see Scott Pendle replay in the middle and play well. It was really nice. He He didn't have to be accountable because every time he went near the ball, he got a free kick. He's still got that dirty Sanchez mustache. He doesn't have to be accountable because he's playing with Brisbane's midfield, so he can, you know, no one mans up on Lewis Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Well, we should have matched up on Zorko because he kicked goals, which was sad. I wish they didn't kick any. But um, what was what? Oh, well, I shouldn't laugh because we're not allowed an injury troll. But it looks like Dane Beams will be out for the rest of the season. <laughs> Suck. No quad, no quad strike though. You know I mean, what? Looks like I, a legit one this you're time. You're a fucking I, bitch. You know that. I called it before the game. I said that he would he'd be in for a lengthy stint on the sidelines. Quad strikes. Quad strikes. Yeah, it's probably knee strikes. Like they come up with a different one every time. After. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's, oh, oh, but he actually played. He played this game. <laughs> Surely he didn't piss test at half time and <laughs> register a strike. Three quarter time. No, because they had to. They had to have him play. So to keep. Oh, <laughs> is this? Is this? Conspiracy for hat time. Yeah, mm. oh, where's yeah. the X Files music? But they couldn't just have him play one game, so they brought him back in Wait. last week, let him play two. Quad, old quad strikes beams out for the season. Suck a dick. Where's our smiling Buddha when you need him? I thought this game didn't matter. Why the fuck are we still talking about it? Yeah, well, I don't know. It doesn't matter. So I think it's time. To, I think it's time to wrap up the reviews. No, there no. <laughs> All the well, games that matter have been talked minute. about. What's the talking points? One minute. Yeah, talking points, I think. We hadn't beaten anyone. No, Geelong hasn't beaten anyone. We've been at Adelaide twice and kicked their asses over there. And they came out... Why, why are we talking about this game that doesn't matter? That's not a talking point. I told you, I'm only going to take a minute. I'm not going to be like well, Jabba Jordan. Also, uh, Zach uh, Dawson got dropped. That's the only thing we're talking about from the Hawthorne game. Sorry? And, That's the and, only uh, thing we're and, talking about from our game is that Zach Dawson got dropped. Yeah, that's the only reason to talk about the Hawthorne and we're, 0 and 8. We were just shit ass. 0 and 8. So not really worth talking about. 0 and 8 Fremantle season. Oh, well, you um, can get fucked. Motherlock was great, and that's it. 
Oh, I'll tell you who wasn't great, Teach. I know Fucking... who wasn't great. Tell me. Did he get left behind? Did you forget to take him to Adelaide? Now, what happened is that in um, restrictions we, in in the weeks gone by, what happened is we painted a double whopper with cheese on the ball, and um, he, he he caught it every time, but. It, so it was a bit damp and it rubbed off, and so the, the whopper with cheese wasn't there. So he, he wasn't interested in getting the footy. And he spat to the slop, ate it. <laughs> <laughs> and Boris Enright, oh, he could play for another ten years. All seriousness, so we will discuss that game very briefly. Can we talk about the umpiring one week after um, free kick Bulldogs? And the Crows had 11 free kicks to one in the third quarter. You just oh, knew mate, the AFL was, were going to do it. It was disgraceful. <laughs> but, I mean, it was just it was just really ordinary. But um didn't matter. Cats can beat 21 on the field. Cats can beat 21 on the field. It's fine. You know, we're that good. Yeah, well, especially when you only had 17 after Hawkins was taken out of the equation. He didn't even hit anyone. That, that's that, that's what was just disappointing. Couldn't get the ball, didn't hit anyone. <laughs> but he did have like, a good rack. <laughs> and, and he loves how the Australians with tits teach, so you should have loved him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just like how he was Tom Boyd level of shitness at the weekend. Like they say Tom Boyd was the Hawkins clone. This is what I imagine Boyd develops into this Tom Hawkins. The, but Hawkins can play well. He just had an absolute useless prick who he just had an absolute stinker. And thank goodness uh, Kirsten stepped up and um, took his place. Who? Kirsten's. Toby Thurston. Jonathan Thurston. <laughs> oh, shut up, Final. Geez, you dickhead at times. Jonathan <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good in front of goal, Jonathan Thurston. Speaking of being good in front of goal, fucking Paul Seedsman. Okay. How did he bluff that? Well, what was he doing? Like he uh, he tried to kick the cover off the ball from fifteen meters out. You just fucking lob it over the goal umpire's head. But no, Seedsman has to do everything at full throttle, doesn't he? Maybe he found a hot chick and it was like wrote the phone number on the ball and just kicked it towards the chick. I mean, that's my theory. I'm going to put this one through you, and you'll end up pregnant. So Um, shit, it's Subaru, you fuckwit. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Jimmy Blues is shattered. Uh, that's magnificent. <laughs> um, anything else? Like Hawkins was bad. Tex wasn't great either. Just quietly, it was not a. It was not a night for. Danger was a bit shit as well. I mean, he looked overawed and he got fucking smashed. It must, yeah, he, been, he... must have been the choir. It must have been the choir. They got to his head. <laughs> yes, those muppets at the airport put him off his game. <laughs> What a fucking laugh. See, I'd love to do that. Like, the fact that we got to boo Dane Beams at his own home ground and it was louder than their cheers was great. Like, I loved I loved the banter of that stupid choir. Okay, but, but we, no, but when we're talking about the stupid fucking choir, did anyone notice the signs they were holding that said danger Triple on them? Triple M. Fucking everything about the Camry Crows is so franchise branded that even even the people who show up to the airport to brandage signs are a renter crowd. It's just... I heard a rumour that one of yeah. them, that actually most of them were Collingwood supporters and they got paid to do it. The really? Geelong yeah. Cheers actually needed police escort out of the ground because uh, the people around them were just completely off their tits and, uh, and very aggressive. Well, Adelaide versus Geelong, like, can you get any more feral 
Like, you know, Adelaide's just, Adelaide is really just effectively Geelong on steroids. It's just a bigger Geelong that no one bothered to shut down. When I was younger, we used to, like, because I've always travelled in set for games, we would, we would drive to South Australia, but then we would have to hire a car so that we didn't take a Victorian number plate to plate, the ground. Because they'd let your tyres down. Yeah. One, yeah no, once they, once they did that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so we'd always have to hire a car while we were there to take to the football, even though we drove over. Fucking South Australians, eh? Let's move on. Talking points time. If we've got nothing else on the Crows, cats. No, nah, all the other games were beltings as, as well, so there was nothing exciting there. I don't want to talk about my game. Oh, oh hang, on, hang on. Yeah, yeah, forgot about that. I want to put the boots in. The- it was the usual West Coast fucking yeah. downhill skiing in Perth. Absolutely nothing worth discussing. There was a double mm. rainbow. I mean, that True was quite fun. heartwarming, you know. A double rainbow. That was a positive. Positivity. Yeah, well, because it had rained a fucking shitload of goals beforehand. It's none for you. <laughs> Talking points and... Well, Mick Malthouse going full extra long player and not being able to let it go. Oh, seriously, cunt. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> You're shit and old and giving me the shits. We could have had a mini dynasty, which is, I think we found the appropriate term for what Geelong did. We're not going back to back. It's a mini dynasty. <laughs> it's not a real one. It's oh. a mini dynasty. And that's what Collingwood could have had if they had to listen to the petition signed by Daisy. Oh. And a bunch of people's signatures who he forged. That was written in fucking crayon. Please keep <laughs> my fake dad. Love, Daisy. <laughs> with a backwards S. Yeah. Who so, am so, I going to have kick to kick with? Daisy is sad. <laughs> I love Mick Milk. I love Mick Mil- Milkshake. Darren Jolly signed it just because he's a cunt. No fake uh, dad makes Daisy sad. And then yeah, Darren Jolly signed it because his wife told him to. <laughs> <laughs> the mumble was too high to know what he was signing. Um, he he just thought it was some kind of activist movement, so he signed it. <laughs> just just wanted to make wanted to make a change. It was on change.org. All so a mumba waiting on the world to change. Fuck with. He signed he signed it both as Harry and Heretti. Yeah. And no, um, and the prince. <laughs> <laughs> the prince who laughs last. Keep keep Mick Malthouse or I'll hold a gun to your head. I mean, just shut the fuck up, Mick Malthouse. You were a crusty old cunt, and yeah, it's, just shut up. It's been five years, dude. Seriously, you've had another job and lost it since then. Fuck off. Yeah, this might have made a bit more sense, Mick, if you hadn't have fucked up entirely at Carlton. If you had have disappeared and Collingwood had a slid down the ladder, it might have had relevance, but he's gone to Carlton and just shown us how much the game had started to pass him by. You know, And as much as I would like to sink the boots into Collingwood on this one, it's funnier with Mick because, yeah, old Mick mouthpiece can't let it go. Actually, I was... They get a guy with modern ideas and all of a sudden they shoot back up the ladder. Like this oh, yeah. guy who seriously expected a million dollars to yell out, drop and give me 20 to the fucking Essendon rejects that can't play this <laughs> Seriously, man. <laughs> you are also a free. I was selling something on um, eBay this week and... Um, I noticed that there was an eight burner barbecue up for sale. Uh, only used once. <laughs> he's literally becoming the old man yelling at the cloud. <laughs> oh, he's constantly yelling at it. Oh God, he's like Richard Ings. Like he's a, just a fucking dialogue. Hey, no, no, Ri- dialogue. He's come to Richard Ings. <laughs> yeah, he's in our Robert Wall's territory now. I'd say that you know. Mick needs a run in the ruck then. Um... <laughs> Mick needs a run in with a truck. 
Maybe he should piss off to Paris like uh, like Wolsey did. Like Ernie did. Nothing else on Malthouse? Nah. Nanette, keep your bitch in line. Teach, you notice something interesting? I did. So there was an article in The Age, something about players being shit at kicking accurately. So um, there's a top-secret project underway with Sharon um, to uh, assist the players to uh, kick the ball straight by painting what they call a sweet spot on the ball where the players are supposed to uh, kick it. So sweet spot, G-spot, call it what you will, but it's designed to help the players kick straight. So... um, you don't need a fucking sweet spot. It's the fucking point of the ball. That's the sweet spot. Where are these balls something... and how do we order them? Well, yeah, well, there used to be something called uh, kicking practice that players uh, did <laughs> in order to um, uh, perfect their accuracy. But, um, you know, in this modern day and age, we're, we're all pressed for time, so the players need a, um, a ball with a sweet spot so they can go home and get play PlayStation. What do you mean? If the ball had a time. sweet spot on it, Hawkins would eat it. All these, <laughs> instead of kicking. all these old, all these old cunts who are like, oh, we could kick twenty goals in a game back in my day. Those cunts had jobs to go to as well. So when did they have time to practice? Well, uh, hang on, well, this, is, this is why Malthouse has a point. He would have done kicking practice all the time. But what happened to Travis? Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, of course, I had them having set shots from fifty for seven hours a day. That was fucking inaccurate then, too, Nick. You silly old. We wore an onion on our belts as we did it. <laughs> but still, it's quite funny to think about. I mean, you know, Plugger was just a fat prick. He could just kick straight. I mean, Plugger spent half his time scarfing down burgers and he kicked. There's no excuses for the modern player. He was a fat bass, but he had some pretty strong legs. Like, he moved all right. If he I remember, he had I remember to play a game this year, like, if he had to play in this day and age, he would not get a game. Oh, I don't no, know about well, that. He, he, no, he's fitter than Tom Hawkins. He's <laughs> not smaller. I think he killed about six people on the field. And a, and a pig. <laughs> and a pig. And then he so Tom it. Hawkins. <laughs> so what, what else on the new Sharon? It's just... Is this like the Dacos ball? Or the less successful Buddy ball. But yeah, you, they're going to paint fucking spots on it. Was it for juniors, though, it, not for AFL? Like like Pokemon's like round? Just call it the Indigenous round ball. Yeah, the, the Buddy ball, I remember, that was definitely sort of targeted the kids to go out and and learn, but here I think they're trying to actually suggest that this ball should be used in the proper competition, to which I say, no, fuck off. Why the fuck would you ever want to teach your kids to kick like Buddy? Everything he does is weird. Run around on the arc, fucking 20 metres off the line. Yeah, he's got the arc, and he's got the weird right-to-left thing going. And, he and then he kicks at 90 metres. Then he does all these other... He's, he's got a weird technique. You don't want to teach his technique. You want to fucking... Who's, who's a classical... You want, you want the Fev ball. Oh, and, you want um, the fair ball. Beer stains and everything. Oh. Piss stains. And... <laughs> yeah, the fair ball comes money. with a dozen stubbies. It'd cost a lot of money and it'd fucking deflate. <laughs> but then you can trade it to Brisbane for lols. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the, the fev the fev ball would have highlighted pressure points. These are these are the sweet spots, but they're not called sweet spots. They're called pressure points. It'd end up in the, the jungle. In the jungle, <laughs> jungle. For Vola drinks tonight. Where's Dan? He loves the jungle. He does love the jungle. Anything else on the new Sharon's? Is it going to be full-sized or that pissy size that fucking Delivero carried around for six weeks? No, no, full-size. Injury size. troll. Full-size. <laughs> One real quick thing, just to discuss the Q-Clash 
fired up a little bit more over the last week. And it's an interesting argument about whether two teams are sustainable and all this. But my favourite bit was um, the Gold Coast Suns chief coming out. And look, ignoring that he's got a voice that's even funnier than Brendan Bolton's, my favourite bit was when he had a crack at Lee Matthews and seeing the Suns, that Queensland wasn't big enough for two teams, likened it to hitting someone in the back of the head when they're not looking. Yeah, well, welcome to Lee Matthews' world. If intended, very fair call. Yes, if that was intended, and if he's a football person, I imagine it probably was, that is a fucking ripper of a smackdown. That is the kind of comment you do not see from Andrew Pridham. Or that Tony guy from GWS. <laughs> if someone said the Giants shouldn't exist, that guy would just go, well, I quit then. I was going to say, did, did, did the Gold Coast do... <laughs> and they go, hey, look, there's an empty, no, he... there's an empty desk over here. Who sat there? Fuck McVeigh. <laughs> But no, it was quite a nice jab in what is... It's amazing. They finally got some fire in the Q clash. Unfortunately, none of it's happening on field. But what's um, funny about it is, like, fucking... Lee's like old man he yells at Cloud, too. He comes out and says this, <laughs> and it turns out that the team that shouldn't exist in Queensland is the fucking the Lions. Lions. <laughs> they need to fold it's, again. It's really sad, I reckon, that Queensland oh, has yeah. two teams. No, no, no. It's it's sad that Queensland has two teams when obviously the supporters up there don't want any, and Tasmania gets fucking north instead of the Tassie's real team. Got two teams. Tassie's got two teams. You fucking sort. Nothing else on the Q clash. No. All right. This is not football related, but this is a favourite of some of ours on here. Um and. The Hain plane hasn't quite touched down as much as it's crash landed today. The um, plane's gone all lost style. It's crash landed in fucking Fiji. <laughs> it's landed in Fiji. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking thing. What an idiot. I thought he was flying over. He's flying to Fiji. <laughs> fucking moron. <laughs> oh, God. He's got a new lifelong dream. Um, now. My lifelong dream of six seconds. The joke is, of course, that he decided he was going to play in the NFL because he liked playing Madden. And, you know, he's like, oh, that, that makes me want to do that. You know, if anyone's if anyone's actually seen the recent movie, The Yeti, the Eagle one, I actually saw it the other week. And he was so obsessed with becoming an Olympian. I reckon, I reckon Jared has gone and seen this movie and gone, I want to be an Olympian too. And he's gone, what the fuck? What the fuck can I do at the Olympics? What, rug, rugby sevens? Yeah, that's 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 rugby. sort of like it. I've played rugby before. But he can't actually do it though. That's the thing. <laughs> well, the blood, yeah, the blood. Richard Ings, as Morgan said, likes to pipe oh. up, and well, it, it... Richard Ings, who has not made a correct call in two years, has come out and said, "What? The... No, sorry, <laughs> Richard, you don't even work there anymore. Shut up." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Richard Ings is to. Wada, what Jared Hayne is to the NFL. Wada, what Mick Moldhouse is to Collingwood. He doesn't fucking go here anymore. <laughs> it's an amazing fucking the way this saga plays out. You think it's gonna play it like you, every time you think it's gonna be done with, like he gets he gets cut on the bus and you think he's not coming back. Then he does, and then he's um, a fucking cockroach. There's a whole goo fest, and then now now he's on the verge of getting cut, but it's like instead he decides to retire. And as Mancy beautifully posted in that thread, the George Bush senior thing from The Simpsons, I had completed everything I wanted in one term. There was no need for another one. It's Hayne, everything in one year, no need for another one. It's beautiful that this is where it's at. And all of a sudden, he's retiring, 
despite not doing anything and averaging one of the worst yards per carries in history. And now, instead of yeah, just going back to rugby league, no, he's got to be an Olympian now. It's just, what comes next, Jared? That movie theory is really plausible. What will Hayne do next? He's going to join the Jamaican bobsled team. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking hilarious. Like, he has more lifelong dreams than Homer Simpson. It's... Oh, God. Thanks, uh... Chiza for that pearl of wisdom. <laughs> Fuck off. I posted that three hours before that. I but, had um, a dream. Most, and then I had the most, another dream. What's the most ridiculous Olympic sport you can think of? Because that'll be... Curling. Isn't that Winter Olympics? Biathlon. Cross-country skiing and shooting. What fucking mix is that? That's Winter Olympics, are yeah? Yeah. The, well, basically, most of the Winter Olympic sports That's, are. That jokes. is right up his alley. He's pretty good at, at at skiing downhill, like when he was playing against the well, the worst of the NFL players, <laughs> the and, and he's shooting while he shot his mouth off quite a lot. So he's must be pretty good at that. And the and the cunt ran away from fucking playing now, so he can run. He'd be alright, I reckon. Morgs, if I put Jared Hayne in the um, description for this, it'll cut, pop up on his Google alerts, and he'll listen, and then he'll probably do that now. Oh. <laughs> Jared, well, you're welcome. You've got two years to learn how to do those things. But hey, just I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a PlayStation game but, that can get you right up to speed. But, uh, the X Games might be on soon. Just get some um Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing is he'll play Tony Hawk and he'll believe that you can grind on power lines. <laughs> <laughs> I think I found the uh, sport for him, synchronised swimming. I mean, he would just be majestic in the pool. Uh, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a one to, man. He's a one he'd man. have to find some friends to swim with, and he hasn't got any. No, they had uh, they had solo synchronised swimming at the Olympics up until 1992. Don't ask me how that works. I don't know either. <laughs> Your legs are in sync. It's otherwise known as freestyle. What about equestrian? Equestrian. James Hurd would like that. I love how the wank fest continues, though, and the best part about it was on the NFL board, um, Jeff Dunnett was found a screenshot of the 9MSN page, I believe it was, or News Limited page, and it was full of articles about Jared Hayne, and the only other non-Hayne article on there was about a guy who who masturbated for 16 hours a day. (laughs) It's just... (laughs) No, that, that was about Jared Hayne, too. <laughs> you just, you just, you just. That was that was that journalist who kept writing pieces on him over in San Francisco. You just know that those pieces being alongside each other was going no to play for Fiji though. Like as in rugby sevens is probably his only option because he couldn't go back to rugby league with Parramatta not being able to play him. So <laughs> like he, he couldn't go back to that, and like he's not any good at I don't know AFL because he can't join mid season. They don't just change the rules. Well, they do if you've never played. He could be international rookie listed or something like that. This is how they got Falau. As long as you haven't played football, but we'll go to the questions. You don't know, Jack asked if Hayne decided if, you know, um, Hayne got, there isn't even an AFL game out anymore, but if he got that and he decided he wanted to play in the AFL, what team would sign him? So who do we think? Fremantle. Go with it. I was going to say Fremantle. <laughs> I've got to go with the Gold Coast because the last guy from the NRL worked out really well for him. Helped him build a strong culture, you know? Yeah. Beat Richmond. Oh, I, I think he's be, oh, he would totally go to the Gold Coast because he, he could join the friggin' church. He, he would he'd be Bible bashing with them every Sunday. Fucking 
jerks. Either that or the coke sniffers. Nah, he's a, he's drinking the Jesus juice. He would join Sydney and Pritten will come out and say, what a tremendous signing this is for the club and no one will give a shit in Melbourne. And then he realised he's been sold another fake. <laughs> 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 Sucked in Pritten, you cocksucker. No, a publicity whoring move like signing Jared Hayne to your club. The Gold Coast have been there, done that. I don't think they'll do it again. The Giants been there, done that. I don't think they'll do. I don't think they'll do it again. The only club that desperate for attention to do this. Port Power established nineteen ninety seven. <laughs> Koshy's fingerprints would be all over this one. It's been Jared's last dream to play AFL in China. <laughs> <laughs> The host of fucking press conference in Beijing. He's got all the characteristics of a buffer. He does, exactly. He's all talk. And you know what? He'd be used to playing in front of tarps coming from the NRL. He doesn't have good hair, though. Oh, they they can fix that. (laughs) Get some for Kern while you're at it, you fuckwits. I think we've answered that question. Plugger's got the next question for us. There's a few questions directed at me this week. This question's for me. Why do I keep calling Reese Stanley a spud when he's become a cult hero at Geelong? They're building a new grandstand down at Cadinia Park, and Plugger has it on good authority that it'll be called the Reese Stanley Stand. Reese Stanley. Because he's a fucking potato, and Geelong have no ruckman. Bullshit. He's a fucking champ. <laughs> and Geelong, all the grannies down there clap him off after a loss, Teach tells us. So, <laughs> no wonder they're happy with Reese Stanley. Oh, I'd tell him off. I'd... I grab their knitting and I unravel it. <laughs> that's, that's a anyway, fucking cult hero is just synonymous with he's really crap at football, but he's kind of a good guy, so we don't hate him as a collective supporter Ryan, group. Sean, mate, I mean, Clive, Waterha- Clive Waterhouse, and you know he's the original cult, cult hero, sort of from at least big, uh, big footy. Jack Watts. Bruce would be the perfect guy to name a stand after, though, because the guy does fuck all to stand there and just... Look, out of place. Which well, shut up, bitch. He's a fucking champ. You're a fucking idiot. If he's you think horrible, he had more. He had more clangers on the weekend again. Dickhead, teach. Right, Please. I'm calling up Northern. I'm calling up Northern Lights. He's going to give you a Lee Matthews. He's going to pull his pants down and pee on her. Why the hell do you want him to do that, teach? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Northern Lights is not Sue's. <laughs> I mean, it's good we got picked twenty-one for Stanley. Just cheers again yeah. to cats. They might name a stand after him at St Kilda. They call it the Goddard Stand Out Moravin. It'll point out towards um, St Kilda. It'll point out. <laughs> Nothing else on Stanley. No, it'd be fucking empty like his head. Smeghead wanted to know how many people Pridham will accuse of racism after Richmond beat Sydney. Nine point eight. <laughs> is that is that point eight? Is that the person who's not entirely convinced that they're racist? Probably me because I'm not that tall. Well, you're the shortest man on the internet, aren't you? Supposedly. Still tall and Caleb Daniel, though. No, he'll still find a way to make it Eddie Maguire's fault. It's Eddie Maguire's fault that Sam Lloyd kicked a goal. It's Eddie, Eddie's fault for everything. Have know. they blamed Eddie Maguire on the Sydney board for Dean Towers yet? Probably. Yeah, yeah they, they've blamed but, us uh, because we, be like, we tricked if, him into if, thinking Jesse White was shit when he's actually a god. <laughs> Right. Oh, that'd be like if if Eddie had taken away our cola, we would have had fucking a better player than Dean Towers on our list, and we wouldn't have had to trade out Mumford for Buddy. True. Final question that we're going to ask. Oh, actually, I have one question after this. But final question: Not Cookie wants to know how I celebrated Richmond winning by a point. Look, it's a bit of a blur. I had a lot of drinks. I don't often stay after the game and keep drinking, but I did at this game. I was hugging people, high fiving randoms. We. <laughs> 
were at the legs? Did they like shake their legs off to kick you away? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! I, well, Wait, I thought funny, you hated funny hugs. That you me- funny that you mentioned that because this could explain. This could explain it. I have quite. I have quite a few grazes and bruises <laughs> on one of my shins. I don't know how they got there, <laughs> but they you... happen sometime on the Saturday night. So. That would explain my goo explosion. You do know that Starburns is um, is Tyrion Lannister. I drink and I know things. Yes, <laughs> but look, I had a very, very good night, and I posted that thread like ninety minutes after the game ended, and that was the first possible moment I really could have compiled those three sentences. So it was it was great. Lots of lots of goo, and I'll leave it at that. Teach, I have one question for you. Okay. All right, I'm ready. How do you feel about Spurs choking? Ooh. <laughs> On a scale of not giving a fuck to go, you pups, how angry are you? <laughs> no, you pups. We should have had on here. How about go, you pups, times 10? Because oh. if there's a way to fuck things up, it, no matter how remotely rare it is, Tottenham will find a way. Maybe you'll be the next home of Jared Hayne. Oh. <laughs> It couldn't get any worse, you know. I went to bed last night going, you know what, they're going to fuck it up. I know they are. I know they're going to fuck it up. Quite nice fashion, though. Oh, at least, and then, at least and they, then, they committed to it. They, they really went through it. They, they didn't just go, oh, whoops, 1-0. They went, bang, 5-1. <laughs> and, and we'll get one of them sent off. Yeah, and not only that. They surrendered second spot to their arch enemy. Uh, that's what that's that's what I meant. You lost Se- second spot to your arch enemy again. Uh, yeah, and and so we get to play Champions League next year, and we'll fuck that up too. <laughs> Thank God for the cats. They finished third in the two horse race. Just completely pathetic. Good way of putting it. Let's this week on the bay. What for the week? Puff, puff, puff. This is I like funny, the, Fred. Uh, I like the Richmond. Um, uh, Sydney game day thread for the excitement. I liked Hey Cola campaigners eat a dick. So that was a pretty good thread. <laughs> I quite liked your, your AFL team in 2043. <laughs> that was good. I like that one. Yeah, no, I agree. That was a good thread. Well, yeah, that, that, I, I, yeah, that's got my vote. That, that, that was the thread of the week, especially for Pat Lunch's response with about post four or five, which was even better than the OP itself. Just North's... Um, attendance honorable mention once again to the hain thread on its return and um also the thread on the main board with all the non-plus norfies who thought they could turn up to an essendon home game and sit wherever the fuck they wanted on the third level and they were indignant that that they should have been allowed to sit wherever they wanted do, do they not know that it's basically essendon home games that eddie had are like the closest thing we have to a west coast sellout in melbourne it's just Oh well, that's because North Melbourne were being a bit cheap. You know, it was a replacement game, wasn't it? Yeah, it they don't have to pay Essendon membership money, so... Yeah, so they're smart because they're North. not giving their money to someone who is fucking doesn't deserve it, for one. And secondly, if those fucking mongs on the North board had any idea and they had gone up to a fucking counter, they could have got a free reserve seat on the bottom level, like the more intelligent North posters and- did. I, I just really want to make mention of that. That thread's a good read for the main board. Both that thread and the banner thread were both quite interesting reads. Oh, yeah, but you walked away feeling dumber having read it. Yes, you did. A lot of mental pygmies in those threads, <laughs> let's put it that way. Andrew Pridham was not there. 
Let's move on to Flog of the Week. Who we got? Actually had someone before. Dean. Forgotten. I got Alfred. Uh, oh, yes. Yes, sorry. I like Alfred more than most people do. But getting Melty over One-Eyed Sainter's Puff Puff Thread so much that he made his own replica when St Kilda were losing. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That was classic Melt stuff. And I back you, Cookie. I think you threw out uh, Porks as well. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mention. Pork needs a mention for getting perma banned. He was one day from his ban expiring, and he just couldn't hold off an alias for one fucking day. He's like one of them people who has to get their account cancelled because they can't just not log in. He just couldn't <laughs> help himself for one day. He's made multiple aliases, and finally he gave us no other choice but to ban him. But he was one day from coming back. And he was one week from a large portion of those points expiring, which would have given him breathing room, but he couldn't hold for, for one day. For fuck's sake, Porked. <laughs> and he did it to make another fucking tire look- Elias. <laughs> another fucking- <laughs> oh my god, he did and not. He did, it was called Bob Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, I changed my vote Fuck from Amstaff to Porked. I forgot all about Porked. I'll give it to Boss, but um, Porked, I think. I had no idea he was that into fucking necrophilia and bestiality because he's been beating a dead horse that fucking much. Uh, So Pork wins that and Thread of the Week goes to the huge Johnson thread of team in 37 years. All right. Last week's poll. Favourite contested marking beast. No love for Tom Lynch. uh, 0%. 9.5% said both Charlie Dixon and Josh Kennedy. 14.3% said Rory Lobb. 19% 19% said Levi Casbolt, and the winner, clear winner with 47.6% was Jack Watts says intercept marks between rounds 7 and 12 or get the fuck out. Tips, <laughs> time, and we go to Friday night. Hawks versus the Colas at the MCG. Well, game of the round. You'd think so, yes. Look, Colas have to come back to the MCG where they, their record's not great. They're the not talked about West Coast, really. It depends on who Hawthorne get back, you know. If they can field their regular side, then I'd be tipping Hawthorne. Well, we'll, but if we'll, they... get, we'll get the best Rioli. Of, <laughs> so that's the uh, best member of the best footballing family <laughs> of all time. We'll get him back, so it'll just be Hodge and Ruffhead that uh, are out okay. of our best 22. Are you that guy who, are you that guy who masturbates 16 hours a day? <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah, it was to fucking Derm's Cyril highlight show. <laughs> On repeat. <laughs> Yes, I'm like extreme in his grand finals. <laughs> Good bloke's not back. I think he's uh, probably out for another I was two. really disappointed in him, actually. He was doing special comments on the Bathwater-Melbourne game on Sunday. And Bernie Vince collected someone high and Good Bloke would not comment. He's destroying my fucking bingo card. He's not on the park <laughs> and he's not even doing anything with the special comments. I'm about as much hope of winning bingo this year as Frio are with the flag, I think, because good bloke is not pulling his weight. All 100 kilos of it. Of the flag or a game? Well, I don't want to tempt fate considering who Freeman will play this week. Oh. Okay. I'm going to tip a draw. <laughs> Hawthorne by Thanks, 30 Dan. points. Hawks comfortably. Oh, yeah, I reckon we'll win pretty easily. Swans are rattled. Hawthorne. Bawthorne. Pies versus the Cats. <laughs> we are gonna smash you. No, you're not. 
Yes, we are. Morgs did say that Collingwood found their groove last week. So I, I didn't watch your game, obviously, because we were playing. But I'm going to trust your judgment, Morgs. And, you know, the bubble's got to burst at Geelong. The Geelong pyramid has to come yeah. crashing down at some point. We've already beaten them once this year. You've been waiting for that for, like, weeks to start, Seriously, we've beaten them once this year. Ain't going to happen. We beat them in the VFL last week, even with Travis Cloak kicking four points. We will beat them this week. Ooh, Ooh, I'm scared. Jesse White to kick the winner um, on the back of a Reece Stanley clinger. Jesse motherfucking White. I mean, Collingwood did beat Geelong last year after, you know, they had a long losing streak. They ruined their season. They ended it. Yeah, we ends you, fuckwit. End them again, please. Yeah. We're coming to This year they'll pick off the rock. We got you. Ten guys. Uh, Collingwood traditionally do match up well on uh, Geelong, so I have to go. Oh, I'm gonna go Geelong just. I'm gonna tip a draw. I tip the pies, hot pies. Fuck off, Teach. <laughs> You'll be walking the dog by three quarter time. Suck it. <laughs> Suns versus the Crowbots. After a string of brave losses, I think the Crowbots are set to break through now. Yeah, Crowbots. Uh, yeah. Uh, win by plenty. Um, and, and they might not win the free kick count this week. No. This next one is really interesting. Do we back the dodgy puffer fish or West Coast's away record? Oh, oh this, surely this is the draw. West West Coast, they just have too much quality compared to Port. Well, you know what? I think I'm going to play because on the back of contested marking beast Charlie Dixon and his <laughs> one contested mark this week, what a fucking gun he is. I look forward to seeing him take at least two this week. All right. I'm going to pick Port because, once again, just quietly on this home ground thing, Port have the same thing going at home, both that West Coast have as well. They seem to be winning at home and, for the most part, not getting it done on the road, certainly over yeah. the last two years even. So I'm going to pick no, Port. Got to be, got to be the Puffers. Puffers. Yes, so I think uh, Port actually do get uh, Robbie Gray back for this one, and he will bring a lot of high energy into their side, and it will be a very grey day for West Coast. (laughs) North vs Carlton is a little bit more intriguing based on recent form than it would have appeared. Not really. North went to fucking sleep against five goals. Oh, so would you if you had to play a team that couldn't kick a goal in a half of football. Well, you did. You Honestly, guys didn't. You, you didn't go to up, sleep. If you stack up all of Carlton's players they've got left to play this week, they won't even be as tall oh, as Magic yeah. Door. <laughs> they are midgets. Cruiser out, yep. Warnock. Yeah. Cruiser out, Warnock out. They will get absolutely smashed Wait, by War- North. Warnock got the listed, didn't he? I mean, not Warnock. Didn't that he? other dickhead. Casbolt. 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 That doesn't matter. Yeah. Liam Jones. But Cripps. Cripps is looking dodgy. He had to go get his knee scanned. When he got it scanned, he said he was just still high after the win yesterday. It was two days ago. North, north, north. North, north. by plenty. Yeah, no, north. Liam Jones to go five in a row. <laughs> I'm tipping, I want somebody I'm to take the helmet off. Nothing would surprise me. Jack Zebel to knock Mark Murphy's head into oblivion. Get seven weeks for it. Who cares? Fucking worth um, it. Frio versus Richmond. Richmond to smash Frio. Yeah, I reckon Richmond have got a bit of mojo happening now, and uh, Tigers. This is so set up for us to lose, though. They're 0-8, and we've just come off a heartening win. Three bad yeah, I know. Uh, uh, I, reckon, 
I reckon if you have a disappointing loss, it'll be to Essendon. I reckon Frio are just that shot. And plus, he has always played played well against them over there, even when Frio were good. So, can't see Richmond losing well this week. I'm going to tip us. There is no 800% confidence this time. Yeah. Richmond. Question, Starbirds. If you lost convincingly to Fremantle, would Hardwick be in trouble? Or does a one-point win save you? <sighs> If it was up to me, he would have been gone already and we'd have Brendan Bolton as our coach because midget pride and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Little people got to stick together. But honestly, I can't put myself in their minds because I just I don't understand them. So I don't know. Because you can't be. I just don't know. But I tip us with no 800% confidence anyway. Next game, Melbourne versus the Bryans. Oh, God. This so doesn't matter. This does not matter. But Melbourne, this is the kind of game Melbourne fuck up. You'd see it already. They, they could, but they won't. Like, not, Probably not this not. time. Not this Melbourne yeah. against this fucking awful Brisbane. Not this, this time. This fucking awful Brisbane that you tipped last week. <laughs> yeah, that's because Collingwood are fucking awful too, and one good win oh, against on. Brisbane mm. doesn't change that. Brisbane took it up to Sydney two weeks ago, and everyone was like, oh, they're really competitive at home. They're fucking blah, blah, blah. Wankers. Because no one rates Sydney either. Funny that you mentioned the icing the clock in Sydney and Brisbane. We actually forgot to mention it. Got mentioned a lot how people did make the observation that Sydney don't know how to ice the clock in a game without using a stretcher. They should tips from Mason to ice a clock in a game, or or how to get a stretcher. (laughs) (laughs) Hanabry knows how to fall over and act injured. He's a pro. Yeah, yeah, but all he does is grimace. They're going to bring out the stretcher if he's just grimacing. You know, he needs to do a bit better than that. Yeah, it's the Peter Griffin knee grab. I mean, Melbourne will win. Oh, Melbourne will win if they're not wearing fucking pink again. I think Jesse Hogan cracks the double figures this week. What, of tantrums? Tantrums and goals. He could do both against Brisbane. They're that fucking shit. He could have a day he's angry and still kick 10. Can I, can I just say, just, just on the pink jumper thing, I think uh, Jack Watts looked very alluring in pink. <laughs> Here's the other contender for match of the round. Giants versus Bathwater. It's that spotless, though. Giants mm. by a mile. Very, uh, very I don't think the doggies have anyone who can stop Jeremy Cameron. And yep. they're going to miss Redpath and Boyd, and the Giants are going to fucking smack them. <laughs> miss Boyd. Oh, right, the other boy. Yeah, is, miss Boyd. Is Tall Boyd back? Because like, if they lose Redpath without Tom Boyd to at least come back to some structure, then... Yeah, it's probably going to get ugly. I think Simon Beasley's playing this week. <laughs> They're not north. Much as I hate to agree with the moody bitch, GWS. <laughs> I mean, this game will tell us how serious the dogs are winning a flag because you could rebuild as much as you want. If you can't beat Western Sydney, you're fucked, and they're going to no, get smashed. Well, actually, I think it tells us about No, I'm sorry. No game they, in round they... nine tells you who's winning a flag. Get a reality check. Down the line, I mean, you need to beat Western Sydney to win a flag in the next few years. So this is why this is why North aren't a real contender, right, Morgs? Exactly. North the real deal. North are unbeaten. Yeah, but it's only May, isn't it? So were Frio. Yeah, it's a body of work. I'm, I'm not talking about fucking just one game in around nine. Big luck. But like you only celebrate one game in round eight as your highlight of your fucking year. The grand final is in October, and that's when it will be decided as to who. We'll win it, and it won't be the fucking dog. They have to win the final first. When, when did they get into the flag? Neither ticket? of these teams have won the final. So let's just what, what calm our fucking about? farms. I reckon uh, GWS just based on the dogs' outs, but I wouldn't be surprised if the dogs win. 
You know why they've got out? Because they're kneeing dirty little cunts. And Toby McLean <laughs> is a dirty yeah. ducking cunt. Who? McLean. There's, he's the new Joel Selwood. No one would know who he was if he didn't duck his head. Someone should quit Don't you besmirch Jesus Christ. Don't you take the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> Gary Ablett. Joel Selwood. Quack. Quack. He's not even your best midfielder. Quack. No, he's not even their third best. He's not even the best footballer in his family. Quack. Quack. <laughs> oh, just I no can't wait quack. until can't wait till the dogs play the Suns and they like get the banner out and it'll be something like Gary Ablett, your dad killed a girl. Now we'll murder your sons. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Fuck. That's Sinbin. Sinbin for Poodle. I think we jumped <laughs> the shark. I don't Did everyone tip that game? This yes, stadium. let's get away from it as fast as we can. Saints Essendon, last time this was a 100 point game. I don't think it'll happen again, but St Kilda comfortably. We better fucking win this, because if we lose this, I will be fucking gropable. Don't Go worry, you don't have Adam Schneider this time, so you win. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't matter who loses, they'll get clapped off. <laughs> yeah, Essendon are content with mediocrity win. now. They don't have to win. Saints are easy. Saints to win. Freewalt bag. Joss Bruce to kick five again. St Kilda. All right, so this was the Flogcast for round nine. Starburns joined by Penal. See ya. Morgs. The sons may repent their sins, but it won't help them get any wins. <laughs> Crookson. Ciao. And Teach. See ya. See you later. Chubba Teach saying goodbye. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.